I, a lot of guys that are like, maybe they're 205 on stage or 207 on stage and they want to be 260 on stage. There's only, the route there is not straight to 260. Right. The route there is a road to like 310 multiple times and 320 right. if you can force down enough food to get there. That's just what I'm saying. I just, I just don't believe you get there without doing it for at least you know, like the first 10 years, right. You know, and how'd you get so big, so young? Cause I was like 300 pounds when I was like 24 or 25 or something. How'd you get? Well, I was just a machine of consuming food and lifting heavy weights. Like yeah. I did not give a single. Hey everybody. Welcome to it's just bodybuilding. Of course, we're all here. Your host, big Ron Partlow, dusty Hanshaw, And if, the producer Scott McNally. I was gonna swear. I was gonna say the effing <laughs> best producer ever, and then I thought that will upset him so much. Oh yeah, that he has to edit. Ten seconds in, he's like, ah, yeah. Okay, uh, I appreciate it the, though. Yeah, I appreciate yeah. the the uh, emotion behind it. My yes. my res my restraint has improved. Remember to like, share, subscribe, comment, and ring the bell. I am mutant.com. You guys are killing it by ordering off the mutant website. I yes. see these emails come through all the time. Your code was used. Your code was used. So nice. I imagine Dusty's code is probably 10 times of what mine is. So he must <laughs> Minimum. be very. Yeah. Well, since so mine's looking, the only one that works in North America. So, so Dusty's getting Dusty's getting renewed. I'm getting dropped. And, uh, <laughs> and, uh, but I do appreciate that you're helping me uh, as, I get, as I head out the door. You can see in the um, show. Too. Yeah, it's okay. Yeah, we I need you. I need you in the middle. <laughs> Big Ron 20 and Dusty 20 are your codes. I recommend you alternate them. Um, like, just like, to be like, fair. like this, like two Dusties, one Ron. One Ron, yeah. two Dusties, one Ron. Yeah, <laughs> wait a minute. Okay, or was it? Is it uh, 10 Dusties? Rons? One Ron. Is it two oh, Rons? Oh, there we go. To only one Dusty. I don't know. I forgot you had that shirt. I Look at this thing, that. everybody. Oh, Check out my shirt. Look at this shirt. I got Big Ron. Right. Sometimes I train with Ron. The good old days. The gym together. <laughs> See, I got in pretty good shape once. Look at yeah, this. that's yeah. not bad at all, yeah. man. That's a great that's shot. That's a beauty. Yeah. I like so, to wear it around town because people are like, you got like a freak on your shirt. I'm like, thank you. Did they think it's you with no beard? Like, I have had that no a couple times, actually. Is that you? And I'm like, no, oh, look at my I Almost. I mean, imagine I appreciate if, I appreciate that they think that I used to be that good looking. I'm like, imagine if Ron wore that shirt around. How about that? If Ron wore that shirt every day, is that what you almost look like the same guy. steroids? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> similar perversions. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, that shirt comes from uh, Richard and Lindsay, two members of the gym at West Coast Iron. They're fantastic members, and Richard also happens just funny little coincidence. Also happens to be a BMX rider. Oh, he he's a racer, and his family's into racing. Like his kids <laughs> race and everything. So, uh, so when he saw my Flatland videos, he like, stopped me at the gym. He's like, "Hey, I race BMX," and he rides like you know, totally different bike, but you know, it's still kind of in the family. So we joke about it. Yeah, and right. um, and he started. He's made a few of these shirts. They're hilarious. And he came to the gym with one of those on one day, and I was just like, 
Oh man, this is crazy. So he, he gave me it at the Olympia two years ago and I didn't tell Ron, I just like went in the back and put it on. <laughs> and then we like, I came out and we took like a, a picture with a few people and I was like, this is cool. You're the first person to get a picture with two Rons and a Dusty. And he kind of, he laughed, but it was like a courtesy laugh because he had no idea what I was talking about. Yeah. Yeah. I do a lot and, of courtesy laughs. at the And booth. then he looked at me and he goes, <laughs> oh, <laughs> so yeah, I wore, I wore Ron on the shirt for the rest of the day. It was fantastic. I had way more yeah. fans once he was with me. So, yeah, it was popular. So the, the funny story behind that photo, because, you know, I can't let a story go. I'm sorry, guys. Exactly. I have to tell the story. So Jason Breeze took that picture. Okay. Our good friend, Jason Breeze, that you, yep. you, we all know. Um, all time. Yeah, she shot everybody, you know, and shot everybody from like everybody. <laughs> and uh, he took that photo. And what happened was we had a photo shoot at Gold's Gym in Edmonton. And it was the day after nationals in 2012. And I, I went 6 a.m. mutant photo shoot. And we went and did the shoot. And it was like, shoot went really well. I looked great. I was, you know, but I felt like I could have looked better. I felt like I was actually a bit flat. Hmm. And it was the morning after the show. But that's because the show went till midnight. Like I literally came off stage at 1130 the night before. And I barely ate. I had to go to bed. And hmm. I, I didn't really, you know, I didn't do the gallon of water, throw a pizza in, wake up crazy huge. I just like. I don't know, I ate a little bit of food, went to bed, and I woke up in the morning and I didn't really feel like I'd had any, like I thought felt flatter than on show day, really weirdly. So I was kind of bummed out because I was trying to drink at the photo shoot and it just wasn't, it wasn't hitting. Yeah, it wasn't sticking. It wasn't sticking. I had some donuts and just, you know, nothing really went crazy. So we went and it, we had a huge meal at Ricky's, which is like Denny's. It's like better than Denny's though, but we went and had a pancake. I had like a big waffle with whipped cream on it and I had eggs and steak and we just Ooh. ate. And we're sitting there for like an hour and a half chatting all the guys from the shoot. And everyone started kind of leaving to go home. And Jason Breeze looked at me and he goes, we got to go back to the gym, man. <laughs> and I go, really? And he's like, you're covered in veins. Like, we have to go take some pictures. So we ran in real quick. We went back to the gym like one in the afternoon. He put one light up. That's and awesome. we just took like, like 50 pictures in one spot. And I grabbed some dumbbells again and I kind of redid some stuff. Yeah. And then he sent me that photo. And I was like, oh my God, it's like one of the best pictures I've ever seen of myself. So, so yeah, Jason Breeze. There That's you go. So cool. That whole life of bodybuilding for one picture I like. Right? That's pretty much how it works. Everyone's got theirs. You got your like five photos that you're like, all right. So there were five moments in my entire career of 15 plus years that I thought I looked okay. Yeah. 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 And now I hate my triceps. Yeah. Yeah. Back to self loathing. Yeah. It, it, it never goes away. Okay. What are we talking about today, guys? We I, we all did a bunch of uh, of questions. Uh, we did we kind of did our own question box. I tried it in the in the post today, and it worked phenomenally. I wasn't sure. I was like, oh, and, uh, this is gonna fly. Instagram post, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's the only place where old people go. Um, old so, yeah, people. we were there. So, wait, Facebook used to be only for old people. Now, ancient. I'm just, I'm just making ancient. Okay. Old people's parents. This is old. Okay. <laughs> and Instagram yeah, is now people, just yeah. old people. Old okay. People. I'm just yes. trying to keep up here. Okay. Yeah, it's it's tough at our age. But uh, so, anyway, Ron, you had a great one about bodybuilding around the world. So, yeah, I had simple. a good question. On my question box, I had a good one. It was, it was, uh, is the bodybuilding philosophy different around the world? Like, is the training style, you know, that sort of thing. Like, how does bodybuilding vary from country to country? And, you know, what do you notice? 
And I thought that was a cool topic because I think that's always kind of been a thing that we've talked about in bodybuilding. You know, yeah. mm-hmm. I, I remember, I remember back in the day hearing that like, you know, the California bodybuilders train twice a day, remember in like Arnold's day. Yep. Yeah. And then like, you know, the European guys did this or, you know, they did like, you know, Serge Nubray was in France doing like 30 sets of chest with, you know, light weights, but doing all sets of 20 and stuff like that. And I remember hearing like there was all these little pockets of people even back in the day that trained a certain way. And, um, and then, you know, fast forward to Dorian, you know, Dorian. And, and, and now when I go to England, I feel like there's an extra dense culture of the heavy duty style of training. Oh yeah. You know, oh, like yeah. he really had his legacy is just woven into the culture of bodybuilding there more so than anywhere else. Hmm. Right. And so, you know, what do you guys think? There's also like, you know, the legends of Kuwait, you know, like what's going on in Kuwait, yeah. you know, like all, you know, the oxygen <laughs> gym, like lore, you know? So like, I don't yeah. know. What do you guys, what other examples can you think of? Well, so here's what I think too, to, to break it down even further and why I think it's this way is in the States, I think there's different training in different States. And yeah, I think the, you know, the, the reason that that takes place is because of who's around. Yeah. You yeah. know, if, if you train, like for example, where I do now, South Carolina, a little, you know, big box gym, you would be blown away if someone dropped you into Metroflex for a day. Oh, for sure. So, you know, when, when the likes of Branch and Ronnie and, and Johnny have built a gym and then you go in there at 17 years old, well, what are you going to train like, or at least try to emulate? It's going to be them. Um, so I, I find that that's kind of what, what starts to take place as well. You know, you go into these places. I know, Ron, you and I have both been to some of these hardcore gyms in New York and you walk in there and everyone trains like an animal. Like, mm-hmm. And you're talking about guys in like jeans and t-shirts. And then you look over and he's repping 405 on an incline. You're like, what is happening in this place? You know, (laughs) crazy stuff. But, you know, then you come somewhere, like I said, here. And and we have a lot of pros here, actually. Believe it or not. I mean, there's probably six or seven that train at my gym. And good, you know, good pros. I mean, Jeremy Popman trains here. He's been top five at the Olympia before. Um, And it's like, but that being said, intense training does not exist like there's i put up a post about it today because i see people who i speak to and they're talking about wanting to turn pro and this and that and i watch them train i'm like oh you don't want to turn pro i just reposted it i said oh, did you really? read <laughs> must read yeah so those you know those, those are things i see but i will say to, to piggyback on ron when i went to the uk for the first time and i mean coincidentally i was training in dorian's gym but i was like there's more of us because everyone in the place, I mean, like guys that just go there every day, they weren't there for the show. They trained there. It was awesome. And then I did a couple, I did a couple guest appearances at shows in the UK. Yeah. Everyone. I mean, this sounds Blake and like a blanket statement, but they get sliced. I mean, the top five at any level is disgusting. They're like, like, here you've got a few people in the states, you know, for the most part, unless it's a huge show. Like there's a couple that come in in shape over there. Yeah. If you're not inside out, do not go on stage. You'll be embarrassed. Yeah. yeah there's some so, screws loose in the UK. In a good I way. I love them. You know Those what I mean? Those are my people. Yeah. 
I oh yeah, it. yeah. I feel like uh, I feel like Jordan Peters has really brought like influenced that. Further, oh yeah, you yeah. know, it's that second that you know there was like Dorian and then and then that like that next wave came through of guys like yeah. you know I mean Luke and James were peak two mm-hmm. of the mountain right Luke oh, and James yeah. training remember when they were training together oh, it yeah. was like oh this is this is like round two of UK in your face right you yeah. know and uh and so yeah it, it it's I always loved it I've always said repeatedly that I love UK bodybuilding and I feel at home there and and I've and everyone's just so cool to me there like agree like just so awesome at the gyms you know what I mean I so yeah so yeah, when, when, when I went out there to the fit X uh fit Expo uh it was I guess two two years ago now in Liverpool um you could see so you see it here too but there was a much higher density of people that were wearing t-shirts that were like three and yeah. a half sizes too big. oh yeah you know and when you see those guys yeah. you know you don't even have to ask you know what I mean you know what their I, mindset I is I call it the progressive overload uniform <laughs> and, and, and there's a few different uniforms it's kind of like like all uniforms like they don't all look the same you know like but there's mm-hmm. a uniform yeah, right yeah and so there's a few different types like you might be sweats tucked into your socks with a lumberjack shirt on <laughs> right, right? <laughs> or you might be the trained by JP sweats yeah, with like a four X t shirt hanging down your knees, yeah, literally okay. same, to your knees. Same, yeah. same, not the same company, but the same uniform. Yeah, yeah, all right. Yeah. Yeah. Both yeah. are allowed at that job site. Those yeah, are both, both are allowed at that. Job. That's exactly what I was trying to say. <laughs> there's, there's a couple different acceptable ways, you know. And yeah. and I was think I was think like, oh, awesome. That guy's probably doing a rest pause set. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, he is. Yeah. 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 You immediately yeah, yeah. know he, he knows exactly what he did last time he did this. Yeah. Set. He's got a logbook sure. somewhere. You look you're like, where's it? Where's it? Where's it? You're looking around for it. And they're not, it though, but. they're not doing this because they want to, they're, they're, let me put it this way. They're not doing it for the superficial reasons. A lot of times yeah. they're doing it because they have something wrong in their head and they're something trying to the fix head. it. They're trying to fix it with really heavy weight <laughs> and they know it's not going to work, but they know they're going to get really yeah. big in the process. <laughs> <laughs> put enormous pressure on this problem. Yes. I was, I was exactly. going to say, I don't think anyone's trying to fix it, Scott. Yeah. We're just trying to find a, a way to utilize it. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Harness the darkness. <laughs> you know what? You know what I like to see? You know what I like to see? It makes me think like, ah, it's like a real like deep, deep bodybuilder. Like this is coming from inside. And when you see a, a guy who's big, he's got like some real street cred in his physique, you know, like mm-hmm. maybe he's 250, looks thick, looks like he, you know, he's yeah. big, he's put some real time in, okay? Big, thick guy, I mean, it was, he's, you could tell he's, he's squatting heavy, he's, you know, you're like, that guy's moving weight, and you see his forearms, and they're not shaved. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, oh, that guy's so busy eating that he doesn't, have, he doesn't have time to shave his forearms. He's bulking hard. He's eating. He's so sore after leg day. He's like, I can't be bothered to shave my forearms. Yeah. Makes me feel like that's a guy to watch. He's going to be like the, the he's going to show up at the next show and destroy everybody. Yeah, yeah. That's what I like to think. You know, yeah. I like the math, the, the equation there. But yeah, no, I think it's it's great to see and. um and you can really see it start to build in certain areas, though, because uh, going back, every time I go back to West Coast Iron, it's different now. Like, ah. the because what, what I enjoy about that portion, I'm not talking about just bodybuilding anymore, is it's seeping into your 
like weekend warriors. Huh. Like okay. when you yeah. go to yeah. West Coast and you watch somebody who's, you know, I mean, I'm, I'm not, it's not saying they're not in great shape, but they don't compete. But you watch right. them train and you can see they've picked up on the energy and how to train. And, and you can also see there because the, it's a lot of the same people coming every day, like people helping each other out. Yeah. You see that there's an education taking place in how to train, not just not just sets and reps and form, but intensity and that kind of stuff. And it's, it's cool to see because you really see in the right um, environment how it does. It bleeds into everything. And, and it's wild to watch because we're talking their average member. Like, I mean, just I'd say like somebody like my mother, if she was going to the gym there, what would happen to her training in a year of being there would be absurd <laughs> because it's a positive energy, though, because they see these. I mean, they got some freaks to train that gym, men, women, oh, yeah. you know, and it's wild <clears throat> to see because you can tell it's all there. If there was negative energy, I assume Ron would boot them because I've never seen it. So it's well, pretty we've cool had to. There. We've had yeah. to. I've seen it you grow know. too, Dusty. I, you know, because I the first time I went out to West Coast Iron was, I think July of 2019, and came out. And, and Braden was a lot smaller back then. You were training with Braden still. We got a shoulder workout in. And it was probably like 230, not 270. Yeah, yeah, very very different physique back then. Still but ugly. The, um, the yeah. gym, yeah, that hasn't changed. That hasn't wow. changed. <laughs> but the gym had a good energy. But then coming back with you guys last year. I could see it. Not only was there like more equipment, did you guys knock walls out, move things around, get more stuff, but you could see the energy had changed and there were just a lot more people that were all like-minded. Like you could see it had just developed a lot more since I wasn't, uh-huh. I wasn't quite expecting that. Like I was like, yeah, I've been here before. I know what it's like, but you could see the dynamic had evolved. I mean, if you look back, you can probably, you know, you know, it has, but to have that, it's kind of like when you haven't seen somebody in a while, you know, six months later, you're yeah. like, oh, wow, you gained 10 pounds. You know what I mean? Right, right, right. Yeah, man, I really appreciate that, guys. Uh, um, you know, it's funny. The other day, I was I was actually lubing up some rails. Wait, what? So I was, oh. well, I was lubing, lubing things up. <laughs> careful, careful. Yeah. I, was, I was doing some gym maintenance. I was just in there, you know, putzing around gym on equipment. And uh, and I, I was just kind of watching this one kid do pull downs on one of the high rows you know, on the mm-hmm. Panada high row. Yeah. And um, I mean, he didn't look like he was like big or anything. He's like 175 pound guy, you know, just in there right. training. And uh, I was like, oh, he's like totally like driving his elbow down. Perfect body position. Right. <laughs> like, you know, he even had his thumb on the outside of the handle, which I know like a few guys have said, like really emphasize, you know, like don't let your hand wander. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. He just had everything lined up the way he was sitting and he was going to like perfect mechanical failure. And then he kind of cheated out a couple of reps and then he held a long stretch and just sat there in a stretch and then he let it go. And I was like, oh, that just random kid that looks like just a normal gym class like just out of high school type of kid just did like a perfect set to mechanical failure with like all the tips that you'd get watching you know joe bennett's instagram or or jp train right and i just thought man that's awesome like people are just like this next generation if they just apply themselves they it goes back to how all the tools that we need to be anything are right here yeah. And oh, yeah. like, if you just utilize it in any way, it, it, you know, just think of the gains we would have had if we would have been doing like all the right stuff the whole time. 
Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you but know? then again, though, like the guys from the seventies could have said that about the guys. Yeah. From the 90s, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. You know, it, you but know? it's, it's always, you know, it just makes you, I guess we'll see, we'll see that, you know, maybe we'll get a, a, a maybe we'll, you know, I don't know how much bigger physiques can get than like Rami, right? Like how big can we actually get? Yeah. But what I think we will see is, a wave of younger guys getting humongous because they're starting earlier, just how everything works with numbers and, and how long mm-hmm. you do it. You know what I mean? Like, you know, the Nick Walker phenomenon where you're, how old was he when he won, won his pro card? Like 23? Yeah. Was he? Young. I, I don't know how old. Yeah. So like that Nick Walker thing, I think, I think that's actually going to get more common, you know, the, right. the, yeah, you know what I mean. Just just because of numbers and kids doing everything right from of the very start. Like if you start at fourteen and you do every single workout yeah. perfectly, imagine mm-hmm. you know twenty four. How big are you, right? So I'm just thinking it's exciting. You know, absolutely. It's uh, it's funny, and now that we've completely derailed our topic, anyways, I'm going to go with this. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So I'm at the gym this morning, and. You know, the other day I put up a, a, a joking, not joking thing with mutant about people throwing gum in the urinals. I, I saw that. I saw right. that. I was like, Dusty's so, in the bathroom and there's urine. What am I watching right yeah, now? Videoing you know? in the bathroom. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to end up on a, a what's his head's post soon. But anyways, um, the Goop. the thing that, that bothered me <laughs> in response to it was every answer was these young kids. These young kids have no respect. I'm like, how do you know who does this? And it's like, and a few people like, oh, these broccoli haired kids and all this stuff. And I thought the funniest part was, you know, as we're doing these things with mutant, you you try to like, you're having fun, but you don't want to consistently sound like a negative asshole. Like everything I ever right. do is, is bad. Right. But it kind of made me think in reverse. I'm like, you know what I think is is sad about our generation of, of people is everything has become negative. Because when I'm in the gym now, the one thing I see with these terrible broccoli head kids is they're all in their training, having fun, pushing each other. If you go to their Instagram posts, because I follow a bunch of them, they like support each other and and you know yeah. push each other on. And today I I walk in the, in the locker room and I was it was like a moment fall back to my past. There's four kids in there and they're talking about their workout and they're having Rice Krispie treats to get their pump. <laughs> oh and I yeah, was like this That's is my pop awesome. <laughs> like, you know, and I'm like, yeah. It just it baffles me that that our generation decides to only look at the things that bother us about them. And I'm like, it's a good point as someone who has a 15 year old kid that's in the gym all the time. I'm like, I'm sorry. I'm aware that she's there for two and a half hours and needs to be there for 40 minutes. Yeah. But I'd like her to be there. Where else you want her to be somewhere else. Right. Yeah. Ain't hurting anything. You know what I mean? And, and, and it's not bad. It's great to me that at 15 years old with a little bit of muscle mass, when she's done training, she wants to go look at her pumps and take pictures. I'm like, <laughs> that means you were good. Cause when I was 15, all I thought about was how about I sucked and to stay covered up oh, until yeah. I had some muscle mass. <laughs> like, yeah. I have no yeah. pictures from my first four shows because I said to myself, I don't want pictures until I'm good. What right. I would do to go back and have my first six months of training like she has oh, in a yeah. year, and year and a half. And and the, ch- the changes are wild, and I have proof because she does all this stuff. So I don't know, j- just something to think about when everyone wants to hammer on these kids. I'm like, plus, as someone who plans on owning a gym, I'm like, I want them all. I want the memberships. Sure, sure. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, man, I, I, I agree with you. 
I try to try to think of all the positives that come out of every next round. You know, yep. we might see some amazing, amazing stuff out of this next round. You know, time is the ultimate factor. Hey, Scott, I just sent you uh, on a on a text. Yeah, uh, a guy actually sent me a question into my um into my DMs. I thought it was cool because he sent me some pictures. I was like, well, screw it. Let's do it live. Oh, I didn't cool. read it. Oh, thanks for reminding me. I've got a Patreon um, physique critique too. So I'll pull that up later. Uh, you want to be doing that now as well. You want to do the, the, put the pictures up first. Or what are we doing here? Dusty throw the question first and then let's yeah. um, pause up the pictures. And what does he say here? Question. For oh, I got, I got the same, same one. Okay. Right, awesome. Let's do it. Yeah. Which yeah, yeah. path should my first real push using compounds keep it tight or go full big Ron mode? For reference, been bodybuilding on TRT for a year. Uh, finished a hard cut. Hold on, I'm gonna. Uh, we're trying to not put up uh, doses on the screen lately. That's been. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's been a helpful thing. Um, <laughs> and he says, uh, finished a hard cut, and uh, now on two weeks of a push. He says he upped the test to from 250 to 500. Started 75 NPP now. Uh, it, it, now it's at 150. Um, got down to 230. Was 240 for check-ins yesterday. Um, had two big cheats and woke up at 248. Uh, this is normally my weight was. Uh, this is normal for my weight. Body weight was pretty watery. I'll tighten up again. So what is he? What is he asking here, Dusty? He wants to know how to. I mean, it seems like he wants to know what to do as far as growing. I mean, he said, keep it tight or go full full big Ron mode. Throw oh, his wow. uh, his pictures up. Look at that. I mean, I he's know. obviously made awesome change, and. Uh, I thought it was important to throw this up because I, I feel like this is the one area, in my opinion, that things have gotten lost is you're not going to put on, put on maximum amount of tissue on the lowest possible doses without eating more food than is necessary. Yeah. You know, there, there has to be an excess like um, and, and I think and that's a question that Dante put up as well that we'll answer in a little bit. But it's like so to me, the answer is simple. Don't get, you know, I get nervous when they say like full big Ron mode, like you get, you get really big, but I think they're confused on like how like fat and big are not the same thing. So yeah, it doesn't water mean, too. I didn't yeah, mind it, holding it, water. It doesn't mean though that you're like, for example, if you're eating a proper planned diet and you're at a, you know, an excess of calories, you now have to be even more aware of extra foods you have. Your yeah. flat line is above maintenance by quite a bit. So when you start towing in the two, three, five, nine cheat meals a week, you get fat. Yeah. And that's not necessary. But I do think that the putting on a big baggy t-shirt and disappearing for a year is a great idea. Yeah. Uh, people, you know, like I try to illustrate sometimes the water thing, like that everyone now is really like, they don't want to hold water. They're always like, I don't want to hold water. I don't want to hold water. But, um, and I'm not saying that we were right, but we just didn't worry about that at all. Like yeah. obviously mm -hmm. if I'm comfortable or if it was like some, you know, you, you do something about it. You don't want to hold a bunch of unnecessary water, but we didn't worry about having fluid on our body. Like, so I remember one year, the year I worked with Chad Nichols, I was three thirty, and 10 days later started the diet 10 days later. I was 308. Okay. Yeah. So I lost 22 pounds in the first 10 days on the diet. 
And that was just water. Like my belt came in an inch, my ankles got tighter, my legs hardened up, my waist came down. And I was like, oh, I'm not like full of food anymore. And I was just like, you know, bloated and watery. And my face even like came down. Like I remember at the time, everyone was like, oh yeah, you're like getting leaner already. You know what I mean? (laughs) Yeah. But obviously that's not body fat. It's only been 10 days. It's just fluid running off from being so full of carbs and just eating and eating. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, so, you know, if you start your diet and 10 days later, you're down two pounds, I don't think you had a lot of water on you. <laughs> right. <laughs> so, well, yeah. Well, I think what throws it off a little bit too is who we follow. Okay. Because you, Nick Walker, got to be, if not the most popular bodybuilder on the planet right now. Um, yeah. Nick is not trying to put on massive amounts of size. So when you see him cross dried and serratus and all this stuff year round, it's like, that's how you do that. No, first off, Nick Walker is Nick Walker. His genetics are his genetics, and he works harder than anyone I know. So when you factor in all of those things, plus he's already there, that's he needs to do that. His, his the hand he's been dealt, he needs to make sure he's keeping the waist tight and doing all these things. So part of their plan is to stay tighter. But for you, when you're trying to put on mass, that is not the time to play the Nick Walker game. You yeah. need to get big. Yeah. You know, and, and I will say this, bigger. I would rather err on the being too fat than too lean if you're trying to put on size. Yeah, I, I don't want to sound like I do not think I was a great bodybuilder. I, I was too tall. My arms are too long. There's lots wrong with me, but I was 265 on stage with striated glutes and I was 330 off season at one point, 320 many times, like routinely 320 off season. Mm-hmm. So I, a lot of guys that are like, maybe they're 205 on stage or 207 on stage, and they want to be 260 on stage. There's only, the route there is not straight to 260. The right. route there is a road to like 310 multiple times and 320 right. if you can force down enough food to get there. That's just what I'm saying. I just I just don't believe you get there without doing it for at least, you know, like the first 10 years. Right. You know? And how'd you get so big so young? Because I was like 300 pounds when I was like 24, 25 or something. How'd you get? Well, I was just a machine of consuming Hmm. food and lifting heavy weights. Like I did not give a single shit about, (laughs) about how I looked. Like I wasn't like trying to show off my legs at the beach and I wasn't at the club with no shirt on. Well, there's a couple of times, but (laughs) I see the pictures. (laughs) Yeah. Like we just, that wasn't, I wasn't, I didn't care about anything. Hey Ron. No. Hey Ron. Do you want to know? Hey Ron, I'm eating. Leave me alone. Yep. Like just a machine. And hey, that's how I got real heavy young. But th- that's just what I think. And that's why I think that because I did it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I agree 100. So I, I think that that's the advice I would give is, is chase that down. And, and, you know, the only caveat to that is I had a couple points in my career where I got too heavy and I knew because the low back pumps were affecting my training. And that was because I did what I had mentioned earlier, which was the cheat, the garbage food got a little too high. And as soon as I cleaned that out and was following correctly on an excessive amount of calories of better food, 
that 10 pounds of junk water fell out. And I'm talking about the the 10 that takes you from 20 pounds of water to 30 that wasn't necessary. And all of a sudden that training hindrance was gone. So that was the only thing I would gauge everything on was, am I heavy? Yes. But is my low back bother me? No. Okay. We're fine. Okay. Because you know, once yes. something negatively I'm, affected my training, it was a problem. I'm glad you kind of explained that though, because if you're just to say like, oh, if I got too heavy, I get lower back pumps. Cause I do feel like there's an element of people that can kind of say, cause listen, like outside of that, that doesn't mean that you were like feeling good and a hundred percent comfortable 10 pounds less, right? Like, Oh no, it's just that the right. pumps were ruining my workouts. Like because I there's couldn't, a, it wouldn't let go. Yeah. So the workout would either literally pause for 20 minutes. Yeah. Yeah. Or it would right. end. Yeah. So it's yeah. like that did not work. Now I always had low back pump because okay. you're at, you're heavy, but I'm talking about de- like debilitating where it's like, like yeah, if you put a bar on the ground and it was 135. I couldn't pick it up. Thank you. I couldn't. Cause I do feel like there's kind of up. an excuse built in there. Like, yeah, well, I yeah, yeah. Get, you know what I mean? Don't want to get too heavy. No, I'll get no. low back pumps. Or you get yeah. one of those crazy lower back pumps where you're like, okay, well maybe I can leg press. And then you're like, I can't leg press. Like it's too tight. Can't do that. Like, yeah. I feel like I'm going to hurt myself. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, your body's not going to move that way. It's just too, so brutal. Yeah. I've had back pumps that were bad enough that when I did leave the gym because the workout needed to end, I sat in my truck and got back out and stood up and waited because I couldn't even sit in my car to drive yeah. home. Seated, yeah. it felt like it was an extreme stretch on my low back. Yeah. To yeah. sit in my I'm, truck. Yeah. I, I, uh, I had a moment the other day. I was training delts and I trained delts with a client of mine. And, um, the gym was, the gym was pretty busy and we got, we got like the, the good side lateral machine to start. And I just felt like doing a bunch of drop sets and stuff on this side lateral machine. So we're going crazy. We did like all sets of 20 all the way up to, and then we started hitting failure and, you know, force reps and going, going crazy on this side lateral. And, uh, I was just getting this sick pump and I'd sort of put some extra effort in that day. Got, I felt like I didn't eat enough. So I, I plowed some food and I drank a ton of fluid with, with some salt and aminos in it. And I, I remember feeling like I'm super hydrated and I got this shoulder pump that was reminiscent, not quite as good, but reminiscent of the Anadrol days. Oh, and <laughs> I, I, I had to put my arms up on a machine between yeah. a couple of sets because I just Standing the there, and it was, move. <laughs> yeah, and it was funny because as we started, the pumps started hitting me really quick, and I and I actually mentioned that I go, oh, I used to get these anadrol pumps where I had to put my arms up, and then like a bunch of sets later, I had to put my arms up on some machines, and I was like, oh wow, this is awesome. This yeah. is like the good old days, you know. I'm terribly uncomfortable. <laughs> this is awesome. Yeah, I just I was like, wow, you know, yeah, yeah. It was just, uh, it it was, it, it made me just realize, like, oh, those those superhuman pumps, those just crazy, you know. I miss those days. That's good. All right, I know Dusty, you got a bunch of questions, including some from Dante. I, I want to hear some of those. Let me throw this up real quick. This is from Dylan. He's got a, another uh, physique critique here. He says um, he's seen us do physique critiques in the past, and he actually joined Patreon specifically because I was like, yeah, we'll try to get it on. You know, we haven't done them a lot. We've done for some of the Patreon guys. He's like, oh, listen, man, I'll sign up. So thank you very much. I appreciate you signing up and everybody else who's uh, over at Patreon. So here's his deal. He's 22 years old. He says uh, he's been uh, natural bodybuilding now for four years, 5'10", 225. Um, 
He says, um, I'm going to start my first prep in three weeks. He's going to be coached by Justin Harris. He says, training bodybuilding has consumed my life entirely, and he'll be graduating with a bachelor's in exercise science in May. Good for him. He says, um, then applying to graduate school for physical therapy. In the meantime, I'm going to see how good I can be at competing and see how far I can take the hobby I love. I appreciate any criticisms, criticisms, advice, tips, and so on. So my first tip for you is to, before you send any pictures to your coach, you got to figure out how to send pictures. We got to, we got to, we got to critique your picture, picture taking technique because I'm going to put this up and I, I am seriously going to critique your pictures. Now, if you look at that image, you look at how much of the screen you're filling. Um, yes. I want you to completely fill that screen. I have to zoom way in. Now, if you're, if I were to say like, Hey, I want to see you know, what is the, what is the, your skin looking like laying over that rib cage? Are you getting leaner or are you staying the same? You holding water? I can't hardly see that. And then when I blow it up, it's just going to be blurry. super yeah. blurry. So you're yeah, going to have yeah, to yeah, get yeah. better at your skills there. So I'm going to give him that. But let me, now that I've given him that, let me throw a couple pictures up and you guys can, uh, can tell us what you think here. Here's a front double. Here's a rear double. Also, I saw, I saw one of his videos on Instagram and I told him, just based off of like this posing, I'll be completely honest, looks way better than the video I saw. He's caught the spots perfectly, but actually, mm -hmm. I mean, it could use improvement. But just even getting into the shots, I could see he was really struggling, which he's he's new to posing. So, I, you know, I don't fault him there, but definitely get on. That. Right. That would be one thought. OK, well, I mean, he's he's got muscle on him and he's growing everywhere. It looks like he's training everything. Yeah. He's even got it looks like his calves are growing. You know, like um, it. looks like he's got some quads. <laughs> yeah, he's got, he's got some quads coming. Yeah, I see him right away. I'm like, it looks like he's got calves even in a bad lighting. You know, I'm That's sure why I stopped talking. This. I'm like, I'm not helping this. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. 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 What do you need help for? You can just wear shorts and everyone thinks you're in shape. Yeah. Um, um, yeah. No, he's, 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 you know, his back's got muscle. It looks like he's training hard. Um, I don't know his weight or anything. Like, how Two, big is he? 225 at 5'11 in, in natural. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, it's all coming, man. He's, I mean, the fact that he's natty too, that's awesome. You know, yeah. I mean, he could, he could just keep piling muscle on, you know, really get his lat. I mean, obviously his posing needs some work. So his lats might pop out a lot more with a few tweaks, but you know, I'm not going to start bossing him around. I haven't seen him train. It looks like he's, you know, on the right track. Yeah. I would say the big, the biggest thing, uh, when you're in this phase is, is more of the same. Um, I'm stoked yeah. with who he hired as a coach because Justin's awesome and will he will make sure that the training is the level of intensity that it needs to be to fully maximize. Um, yeah. And then the only thing I wanted to add to what Scott said was buy a ring light, 20 to 40 bucks. Yeah. Straight overhead lighting is the reason that you have spots of your body that look really good and spots of your body I can't see at all. Mm. Um because you're, you're shadowing yourself out there. So get a ring light that you can put in front of you and, and light everything up so you can better see. Uh, at this point, I'm sure Justin hasn't complained because based on where you are and what you need to do, he's not that concerned with it. Yeah. But you do yeah. want to um, get in the habit of having good pictures always so he can see the changes because like we've talked about on the show before, there's nothing worse than bumping into a client and finding out they're either much leaner than you thought or much fatter than you thought. And you're like, Oh, this changes yeah. everything we've been doing. And even leaner can be a bad thing. Cause I'm like, Oh, I've been holding you way tighter than I needed to. Cause you, 
you're so like some of my clients are really pasty and then they're in really bright rooms. Uh, I can't even see how conditioned they are. Then you bump into them. You're like, Oh yeah, we're like 9% body fat and dead nuts off season. We do not need to do that. <laughs> <laughs> right. Right. So, right. But no, other yeah, than no, that, he's I think in- the big thing is just more of the same, man. Just because there's nothing missing on your physique. I didn't look and go, Oh, you have no triceps. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. And just, I mean, obviously Justin's going to help him a lot. So, there won't be any shortage of food or heavy weights, <laughs> you know? Oh, he so. might not even, wait a second. He might be self-coached. He says, using Justin Harris's online, he says, oh, um, yeah, and I'm going to start my thing. first prep in three weeks, self-coached using oh, Justin okay, Harris's okay. online. And he's 22 years old. Like they have that level yeah. of development at 22, natural, yeah. training for four years, you know? You know, yeah, I know, you know, you know, I mean, we could get specific and start telling him like, oh, this body part needs to come up a bit. But I mean, like everything's got to come up because he's, you know, he's in his early years. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Boom. People like the uh, physique assessments, don't they? Yeah, they do. They do. Yeah. Yeah, Sometimes just being told, don't, don't, you know, it's half my, half my job. Don't change anything. No yeah. changes. Yeah. yeah, it really is sometimes. <laughs> you ever do that? You know I feel I mean? guilty sometimes when things are going really well. I've had a, I had a, I had a new client about two months ago, and I usually tell people up front, like, hey, in the beginning, I'm kind of doing a, an educated guess. And then, yeah, of course. you know, as we see what yeah. happens, I'm going to change things. So this guy's like eight weeks in, I've changed nothing. And he just keeps getting better. And I'm like, okay, I'm not lazy, and I'm also not this good at this. We just got really lucky and like, <laughs> right. <laughs> I had to point it out though. I'm like, I know it seems like every update. I'm like, good job. Send, send more pictures in a week and don't forget your money in two weeks. But yeah. it's like, yeah, when it's working that well, it's funny. And I, I know Ron, it was the same with Nikki. Like he, he sent her plan and she ran that diet for like four months Yeah, because it was working. But it is, it is funny because you do have those moments where you're like, if it's a, someone newer, you're like, I promise I'm not stealing from you, but so I'll just like send side by side pictures. Yeah, this I've is done why that we're not changing too. things. I've done that. Before. You are looking awesome. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I'll remind them. I'm like, yeah, you were, you know, you were two fifty six weeks ago, and now you're two thirty. And like, look at your legs. Like, <laughs> yeah, you know. Or there's times where it's like you were two fifty and you're still two fifty, but look at these yeah. pictures. You know yeah. what I mean? Well, that's like that's <laughs> like what you know, Nikki. Right now is. She's not really like she hasn't dropped a lot of weight the last two weeks, but her, mm-hmm. her legs have really started coming in like the calves this week. Hey, nice. Like she walks around it. Yeah. I mean, she walks around. They must be popping, you know, popping off. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I flip her off on the regular. Like, <laughs> you need those monster four. calves. Yeah. Um, so here I got a, I got a good uh, question from Dante. That I thought we should we should get into. Drugs or no drugs, have you ever seen a bodybuilder who stayed under 10% body fat, who was able to go from 150 pounds to 250 pounds lean, again, staying under 10% body fat on that journey? Or have you ever met a bodybuilder who did not have to go outside of the box a little bit with eating to gain 100 pounds of muscle mass? It's kind of what we were talking about a little bit ago, isn't it? Yeah, I think that ties in really well with what we we just talked about and i actually want to take this a little bit further how he put that have you ever met like uh what was it a good bodybuilder or just a bodybuilder who somebody who, put on 100 pounds <laughs> yeah and so have you ever met anyone who put on 100 pounds without going outside the box a little bit with eating the answer nope. is absolutely not 
Like they've all, every single one of them, every single one of us <laughs> who did that, did some crazy stuff and consumed some ridiculous stuff that most people like, you ate that? I'm like, yeah, I yeah. ate that all the time, right? Yeah. Um, and uh, it also goes, it goes every other way though. Like, you know, all these things that we hear people do like, oh, you know, um, when people are dieting, they, you know, put their calories at this much percent under their BMR and they'll get uh. lean. But it's like, and then there's that outside the box stuff that you got to do, like those no carb days. And like, I'm just going to go to the gym and do two hours on the treadmill right now because like I need, something's got to happen. Like mm -hmm. there's always a little bit, it's not advised. It's not you, something you want to have to do, but there's always those little moments when you got to go outside the box a little bit. You feel like you have to go outside the box a little bit. Yeah. So yeah, the formula stuff bothers me, right? You know? Well, I think that that's the big thing is is where things get missed um, in bodybuilding, in my opinion, is we do just start going through a emotion, you know, a process. It's the same thing in the gym. Like when you first get started, like you said just a minute ago, Ron, you need more of everything, and that's mm -hmm. and that's and it is correct. But you, there comes a point in your career where you're like, has no one told you you have no glutes? And you should alter your training to, to fix that. You know right. what I mean? Like there are things that you need to be watching for. And again, that's when it's like, okay, outside of the box, you know, Dante and I were trying to figure out how can we get my legs to, to, to grow the way my back was and things like that. Mm. And, and making shit up. Try yeah. this. Yeah. I had a bad dream last night. There was a shark and there was Wheaties and there were Rice Krispie Treats and you were doing all those things while training legs. I was like, okay, I'll go buy a shark. Um, what, what? <laughs> <laughs> right. But the point right. was Frickin it was just laser like, beams. Try, yeah, try this. And eventually you found something, you know, and, and I think that that is what kind of gets missed because we, you know, we do have a habit of just eventually going through the motions and you're like, okay, at some point you have to, it's, it's like I found for me, okay, my body's growing out of control, but my arms aren't going as quickly. They're going right. to need their own day where yeah. I, I was doing the typical push pull legs. I've seen guys have plenty of arm development. It wasn't me. So we had to give them their own day and we left them on the push and pull as well. And next thing you right. know, they got okay. They were never a strength across the board. Obviously triceps were good, but it was just, yeah. okay, your arms overall are not matching up to everything else. What do we do? So, and, and that goes with food as well. But uh, I, I like what he's pushing because the, the process is this, which is if you eliminate, um, and he didn't mention this when we did another one, but if you eliminate the ability to take asinine doses of drugs, you will find that you have to go deeper into your training, your diet, your rest, your over-the-counter supplements to make that muscle grow. And that's where most people are missing right now. I think that was what forced us to do all the crazy stuff that we talk about that we did was drugs were expensive. Yes. And, <laughs> and like, you know, I remember that. that I, I remember, <laughs> I, I remember back when everything used to be, you know, European amps and it cost what it cost. And like to take, you know, 150 milligrams of DECA a week was like a hundred bucks. So you're, you know, right. you're, you're, a, you're a young bodybuilder working at the bar and you got to spend a hundred bucks a week for your DECA. It's like, oh man, 
like you know those three amps for 35 bucks an amp like it's crazy like and we're paying 25 bucks for a sustenon and stuff like that and you know because that's pre like that's you know imagine inflation that's like 50 bucks an amp now right so so you know drugs are expensive so we were on you know that's why we were on you know 400 test one 100 deca you know and mm-hmm. if you want to get the 300 pounds on that you got to eat a lot like yeah <laughs> well i so. think there was no there was no um and and i was very fortunate because um i did hire dante young in the game and i literally just everything he said was gospel to me i didn't look beyond it so it was like this is what this if this isn't enough drugs then you aren't a bodybuilder hmm. that was basically how he would present it to me like you can bodybuild without sacrificing your health so if you can't do this with Hmm. this parameter of supplementation then quit because there's plenty of other things that you can go nuts on with food and training and recovery and sleep and a lot of things that i had to my advantage and the that option was not there and i think on the flip not to be mr like oh we don't ever take anything if you if you took that attitude at a young age and said okay I'm going to do stuff because I'm going to, and I don't think there's anything wrong with that, but I'm going to take low dose. I'm going to max at 300 milligrams of test. That'll be the only thing I take. And you find a way to make yourself grow for years on that being your max dose. I promise when you add in more gear, because you've laid the foundation correctly with all those other things, your end result, your final end result will be bigger than it would have been because, you know, and I've said this a million times, stealing from Dante, Drugs hide mistakes. If you're not yeah, eating no enough, question. but you're on two grams of test, you're kind of growing anyways. And then it come, and then you come off, and then you lose size, and that's a back and forth. But if you are eating flawlessly on 300 milligrams, and you're growing, 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 when you go to 500, it's going to feel like, holy, this is insane, and I'm going to continue to do all those other things, you know? That's where I found back in the day, because we did used to go completely off, you got even more obsessive about your eating, your sleeping, because you're like, okay, I can't lose the gains. Because like you said, Ron, I just invested $700, which when I was poor was a ton, into this muscle mass. I cannot lose an ounce of it. Yeah. Yeah. You know, so then it was like every detail had to be flawless because you, you were afraid to lose what you just built, you know? I. I actually just remembered something like, wow, I just had a flashback. It must be, you know, maybe that one time I did acid sort of trapped this memory it off the little closet. But I just remembered that I had a little phase where I was getting a large chocolate shake from McDonald's <laughs> after every workout. It's the way to do like it. Wow. I like I'd that. get in my truck, crank the ACDC post-workout, drive through the drive-through, get a large chocolate shake. I wasn't even drinking protein. I was just drinking a large chocolate <laughs> just shake. <a> shake. <laughs> cruise home, cruise home, then eat my meal, cook a steak on the barbecue, you know, big potato, nice. have a big meal. And I'd be like, ah, steak and potato. It's a bodybuilder meal. I like but that the, the large shake from McDonald's, that was just post-workout. Yeah, that's just that's to replenish my glycogen. That's you know, yeah. that's how we did it. So we did it. Take like ten I use a humalog, <laughs> sit on a foot, turn a movie on. Yep. Oh man, speaking uh, my language. I remember uh, the, the late nineties were a hell of a time. Yeah, you know, the late nineties were a hell of a drug. Hell of a time. It was a time. You know, 
yeah. waiting for Rage Against the Machine to go on tour again. You know, just loving life. Oh, Limp Biscuit video, new Limp Biscuit. Oh, here we go. Yeah, good times. Okay, what's next? Well, while you look over there, uh, Dusty, I had yes. a bunch from Instagram, or excuse me, from uh, Patreon and from YouTube. So I'll, I'll, let me see if I can find one to throw up here. What about pre-exhaustion? Josh Weaver had asked us. He said, um, what are you guys' thoughts of leg day using pre-exhaust? He says, 43, I've dealt with some knee issues, but still pushing to make leg progress. Um, been structuring leg day with seated leg curl um ab adductor leg extensions then going into hacks leg press and finishing with lying leg curls lunges or straight leg deads also thoughts on doing uh, hatfield safety bar squats um i've been throwing these in some because i feel i can go deeper with added weight but curious what you guys think of this uh as uh, is as affected is as effective as just doing regular safety bar squats. Big fan of the show. So this is my okay. one and only Patreon subscription. So thank you very much, Josh. I appreciate you, man. So first of all, just pre-exhaustion in general, do you, what do you guys think about it? Well, um, I don't want to talk out of my ass here and have somebody like post a study, but I'm just going to say, I, I seem to remember, um, seeing something where uh, doing pre-exhaustion in a superset wasn't a good idea, but in the, con the, 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 the context of the workout could be a good idea. And what I mean by that is um, the study that I was shown showed that if you did pec deck followed by bench press in a superset, your pecs were exhausted from the pec deck so when you went to bench press, your body actually sends more neural drive to your triceps because they're fresh. Mm -hmm. And your pecs can't do as much work. So your triceps actually wind up being more activated. That was a study that I saw. So people that superset with the isolation exercise first, I technically this study showed that that would send more drive to the assister muscles, which would right. actually not be. Whereas if they superset it at the other way where they did the bench press to failure or whatever and then did the pec deck, that actually took the pecs farther into activation. Mm -hmm. So again, I don't know exactly where this was, but that's what I saw. But then in the context of a workout, doing your extensions first and then moving to a squat, that was different because you weren't, they weren't like, like in, so in that. Yeah. Immediate. You know what I mean? You're just setting up more, more fatigue and causing more, it, it wasn't the same. It didn't, it didn't work the same as the same way. So, I, and it just bottom line for me, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm fit right into that, that guy's question. Like, you know, I'm 48, I'm kind of banged up, you know, um, I, that's how I train. Like he just listed my workout. Hmm. So I got nothing against that. If he's got to train that way to get everything warmed up and moving good. And he feels like his hacks and leg presses are way more comfortable. Yeah, there you go. I think the only thing I would I would suggest um, differently is this. A lot of people, if you want to warm up your squat, then warm up your squat. Take your yeah. time. I think yeah. that's where Quite things get lost. You know, when 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 we were kids, um, I mean, I used to start with two twenty five on squats because it was just one thirty five was a waste, and it barely pushed me down anyways. Because I was so tight. So I'd start at 225, 315, 405. Like that was, it, there was no like paying attention to like, how did I feel today? 
As soon as you finish with 315, you put another plate on. As soon as yeah. you finish 405, you put another plate on. Now I wish in hindsight, not that I don't knock on wood, I don't have any knee problems or anything, but I go in, I mean, when we do a hack squat, like yesterday I decided to start with hacks. I did one plate for 10, two plates aside for 10 twice, then slowly started working in. So I, I think one thing that gets missed with guys is don't be afraid to use the movement you're doing yeah. as your warm up. You know, so don't be in a rush. Do many, many sets to move that. Get that blood in there. Get moving around. Because I found for me, on on the contrary, that the most dangerous movement I can do for my knees and my quads is extensions. Mm, because right. I'm absurdly strong on them. There's not a single stack I've ever used I can't use all of. <laughs> right, and, right, right. And Pit the amount plates. of pull on that big stretch is just dangerous. I would rather put 10 plates aside on a hack and spend 30 minutes getting up to it, I feel right. safer. So, but again, you know, the, the, the only thing I want to finish answering on his question is, um, don't question whether or not we think you should use the bar you want to use. You answered your own question. It feels good. It feels safe. I can sink into the hole. These are all the answers you need. Sinking don't into the hole is crucial. Yes, I don't get to it very often. Um, <laughs> you want to make sure that you're paying attention to yourself. Like you shouldn't be asking permission on how to train the way that you know feels best. Because I think that that's where a lot of things get missed. You know, we've talked about this before. A really controlled row for me, the next day I feel nothing. Yeah. If I do what I call grip and rip, which is ugly as hell, I'm smoked head to toe. And I've had countless people half my size tell me I'm doing it wrong. I don't <laughs> care. Like, and I wouldn't care if they were right. bigger than me either, because this is the way that works. So if you're comfortable in those movements, rock them and do them the way you have been. And, and you know, you're going to see the best results. Because if I said, no, you got to use a barbell on your back. Yeah, You know, I mean, if I followed that advice, I would still be barbell squatting. I'd have no hams, no quads, and a bigger ass than I already do because that was the only thing that grew when I squatted. I will say so, this uh, about that Hatfield squat. So I'm going to put this picture up for anybody who isn't familiar with the movement. So it's where you're holding onto that bar in front of you with the safety squat bar over your shoulders. So I I, um, I decided to mess around with these. I've got the, uh, the Kabuki Strength Transformer bar. And right. after I'd gotten sick... Um, and I was trying to get back into training. I wanted to try it out. So I thought oh, it was something different and fun. And I used a band stretched across my rack. So I couldn't really like hold on to the band. You know what I mean? Right. Uh, but, but you had but some pull. Exactly. So I used that to balance myself. And and I felt like, okay, this is good. This is all right. And, and you know, I can't remember how much weight or reps I was getting, but I was like, I'm building my confidence. And after I did that for like three weeks in a row, I was like, I'm just going to go to, because I had a hard time breathing. I was like, I'm going to go to regular, just, you know, freestanding squat. And when I did, I was so gassed, like my lungs couldn't handle it. So it's different, a little bit different today. But my point being that it definitely changed the movement to make it a lot easier on like mm -hmm. my, just my overall like central nervous system and cardiovascular. So it's just, it's a different exercise, but I, I tell you, I'll tell you what, just like with like with people saying like, Oh, you know, should you use bands or whatever else? I'm like, kind of like what you guys were saying before, like, you know, what do you want to do? And I like to keep things fun. So even though a Hatfield squat might not be the same thing as doing a free weight squat, it's like, Hey, if you have fun with it and you could challenge yourself yeah. and you're in your forties, keeps you in the gym and you're like looking forward to your next workout. I say, go for it. 
Yeah, yeah. You know, I want to, I want to, I think this would be a good way to close this question. Yeah. Uh, trained by JP. JP put up a post yes. and just the other day, and I wanted to just read it because okay. it was awesome. And we talk about how some coaches kind of like, ah, it's just a marketing thing, but, you know, kind of try to make all their clients super dependent on them for every little thing. And like, you know, what's, well, what type of vitamin C should I take? And like, what brand of rice should I eat? And like all that sort of micromanagement. Yeah. And this is J JP's post. Let 2024 be the year you don't have to ask permission to try a split, try yeah. an exercise, a grip, a stance where you put your feet. Let it be the year that you don't ask anyone how long their sessions take or what volume they do because it's so entirely irrelevant to your own training. Let it be the year that you decide you're going to work out the answers to your questions instead of asking the opinion of complete strangers who have no idea what you can and can't do, <laughs> how much sleep you do, don't get, how intense you do, don't train, all pointless procrastination. The sooner you start answering your own questions, the sooner you will start really making progress. It's a good point. And, you know, to just completely, you know, make our show irrelevant, you know, no more questions. <laughs> that's it it was good guys we'll see you yeah. can't answer anything what was no, our last I, show it's, it's all over that's great that's great and i think that that's that's good like there are good questions but then there's a lot of questions that you know you don't have to worry about that yeah yep you know but i like that you know stop asking you know, permission it's, for it's, everything there's a lot of just over overthinking that doesn't allow you to move um so it's important to, to get into a machine or, or, or under stance and just how, where do my feet naturally want to go? Yeah. Where am I the most comfortable? Like for the most part, unless I was targeting something, people would say, Oh, why you put your feet there? That's where I'm the strongest. Mm. Yeah. That's where I feel <laughs> real sturdy and, and stable. Where my and knees secure. feel good or, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and yeah. and I, I just had that conversation with a guy yesterday because he was told by someone to not let his toes point out on a leg press. He goes, my knees hurt. <laughs> so I, I watched him do a couple reps and yeah. his knees were going out whether his toes did or not. Yeah. And I'm like, well, yeah, we're we're kind of we're kind of setting ourselves up for a trick to an, an ortho here soon. Yeah. He's like, just let your just let your knees follow your toes. And as soon as you do that, he goes, yeah. there's no pain. And I'm like, I don't know who told you that yeah. or, or why, but no, like so. So use the common sense and, and just find what works for you. I actually had seen that post too, and I and I loved it because you do have to learn a lot, especially when you're following greatness. I'll say, like, if I were to ask all my friends how to get bigger biceps, I'd have been screwed because most of my friends have great biceps. So it's like, <laughs> you know, they were going to have them no matter what. You know what I mean? Right. So it took some like going backwards and backwards. You know, if I asked Nikki how to have huge calves, she go, "I just never train them." Yeah, that's yeah. the secret. Yeah. Wait, isn't it the know. answer? I thought that. <laughs> Shut your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So yeah, yeah. <clears throat> I loved it. Uh, all right, I had another good one here that I wanted to pull up here that I thought was great. Let me find it real quick. We have so many. Um, bum, bum, bum. Oh, that was the one that I was looking for. The uh, would you rather know when you're gonna die or how you're gonna die? <laughs> I would, I, I guess I would say that knowing how I was gonna die would probably tell me when I was gonna die. Yeah, it so, would inform you yeah, at least, wouldn't it? It would inform me, give me a pretty good idea. So I like, feel like well, it would also tell me who I was with. 
<laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that sounds like Dusty might have been there for this one. Yeah. 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 That's uh, uh you know the the when thing. I would Oof. not want to know that. You it depends on if it's like yeah. if it's like you're gonna your airplane is gonna crash. And I'd be like, okay, fine. I'm just not flying anymore. <laughs> flying anymore. But if it's like you know, <laughs> if it's like yeah. you're gonna choke on a piece of steak or a piece of meat. Oh, that's steak, a little you know? low blow. <laughs> <laughs> it's like I'm just not eating meat anymore. You know? Yeah, <laughs> you can't do that. You can't do that. Or if they're like eat. you, you have a heart attack getting a hand job from a nurse in a nursing home. <laughs> like, oh. Okay. I'm good to go. I'm not, I'd be like, I'm not doing that anymore. I'm all Wait right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got lots what of do you time. Mean anymore. Like, like, I can eat whatever I anymore. want. Smoke whatever I want. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's I a heck of a way to go thing. out. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. I'm happy with that. Let's just. Yeah. I, mean, I knew this was how it's gonna go. Yeah. Yes. You know. Yeah. Like, yeah. can you imagine if that's how did dad? You know, how did dad die? Oh, hand job from a nurse in a nursing home. Be like. But I guess it's when you know when heart attack. If you know when, it just doesn't matter. Then you know what I mean. Yeah, you could yeah. plan everything out. Like you know, the sad yeah. thing is, is like the people you see who like worked their butt off their entire life, and they never really got to have any fun, and they had all this money and savings. Like you would know, They're just about like, to retire. Yeah, exactly. Right You're at like, the end. Right, right at the end, I'm like, we got six months, and I got nine months worth of money. Let's right. rock. There you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I got nine months worth of money. I'm going in yeah yeah i know right. i i would yeah that's a great question all right so this is a good one and and uh this is uh john from my gym my training partner on sundays the mount rushmore of condiments oh. now oh. i want to let this go into off season and like i don't want diet because that's boring so okay i have it here's mine look he's quick free ketchup Yes. Sugar-free ketchup. Teriyaki sauce. Mine soy, yep. Hot sauce. What kind of hot sauce? Like just Frank's Frank's hot sauce. Okay. 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 And I'm gonna say I'm gonna say barbecue sauce, but Mm -hmm. it's like a southwestern. Like a okay. Tex-Mex barbecue sauce. Okay. Okay. That's my, that's my, that's my. Are we talking like full sugar? None of the, none of the like. Yeah. Yeah. The, yeah okay. the barbecue sauce, I'm a little flexible. I mean, what do you have in your fridge? I'll try it. You know, okay. yeah. I'm not, I'm not going to be like specific on that, but I, I sort of like, you know, maybe a little bit of a Tex-Mex barbecue sauce or Southwestern. Yeah. I kind of look for that on the label, you know? Yeah. Yeah. A little smoky yeah. maybe. Yeah. So you're in. I've never been a fan of ranch stuff in my life. No. Like ever, right? And then Idiots. I picked up this. It, it's some sort of like, uh, it's like a ranch, like in a bottle that you squeeze, but it's like a condiment and it's so hot. It's like spicy hot with a spice that I've never seen or I've never tasted it before. And I like to put that on my eggs. It's like 15 grams of fat per tablespoon. So you don't, you don't like smother it. But like once I keep it in the fridge and I go through a bottle okay. about How every year. How do I mute Scott? How do I mute hey, Scott? I never would have thought. I, never I gotta would tell have you thought. though, you you had me until you said I put it on my eggs. Yeah, I wouldn't have thought, dude. My like I would have never. 
I would have like never like, thought. When I take the when I take the the chicken wing that is yeah. not Shouldn't. quite spicy enough, but I dip it in the spicy be, ranch, I'm like, yes. Yeah, so like, I could see that too. I, I don't know why. I don't know why, but that and they have the uh the <laughs> Ron's checking out. He's checking out. <laughs> and the other the other thing I discovered is that Chick-fil-A sauce when we had Chick-fil-A oh, yes. at the Arnold. And I'll put Told that you. on my eggs as well. Anything. Boom. Chick-fil-A sauce can be on anything. That's I never would have thought that. I, I always I always put my I nose up at more presidents, bro. Two more res two more presidents. Oh, Taco Bell hot sauce. You can get that okay. in the grocery store now. Yep. Yep. And the other one would just be, I guess, sugar-free ketchup or like the no sugar added ketchup. That's my day-to-day. Yes. So I back the sugar-free ketchup, of course. And by the way, I should say low sugar, not sugar-free. Yeah. Um, why do they even make the regular ketchup? Because it's the same. There are certain things oh, yeah. where I, I hate when people yeah. go, oh, it's a diet cookie. It's good. I'm like, no, it is not. You're saying it's good compared to a shitty cookie that's a diet cookie. It's a it's a better shitty cookie. Yeah. Like, no, no, no. But in that case, it literally is more or less the same. So I don't know why anyone doesn't do that. So sugar-free ketchup, off-season or not. Soy sauce, because I drown everything in soy sauce. Um, I, I want to kind of like mold my presence a little bit here because I use taco sauce a lot, but I also love salsa. Can I call those one thing? Because they're kind of interchangeable. No. They're kind of interchangeable. If not, if not well, I'm going to call give you, salad that I'm doing. I'll give salad. you. Yeah. I'll give you a slash. I'll give you a slash. Okay. <laughs> I need a slash. <laughs> Tacos, taco sauce slash salsa. Yeah. Because I, I must dip chips. That is why I am fat. Um, for sure. And then, you know, earmuffs, Ron. Ranch. Oh God. White of. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, we, we had this. It, it, actually, this comment came up out of the blue, which happens in houses these days. So, suddenly, a teenager goes, What is the greatest sauce on the planet? I'm like, Ranch. Boom. And then I defend myself like I'm about to go to prison. <laughs> but I did win the argument. So, moving oh. forward. All right. I got one for you guys. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if you'll be able to answer this because, well, you'll see why everybody we know is kind of related to bodybuilding. But you, you had to have had a one answered back in in your memory somewhere. Um, He says from YouTube, um, when you moved in with your lady, what kind of things did you have to explain to her bodybuilding meathead wise? I I was always. I, I always had uh, I always dated girls that were already converted pretty much. Yeah. And right. that's like they were yeah. already in the fitness, like, you know, already working out, already eating healthy, you know, picking up, you know, the right foods, you know, that sort of thing. Um, I never really had to, like, explain myself. I don't explain myself to any women. <laughs> <laughs> I've never been in the habit of that. I'm like, this is what you're getting. I do this, this is, and this, this and this. I don't eat this. I do not have ranch in my fridge. We're not putting it in the fridge. <laughs> and need your uh, own fridge. Yeah, I'm a bit of a pervert. So yeah, you're in your end. <laughs> you know, if they're moving in with you, they already figured that part they out. Yeah, that part they're down. way beyond. They're way beyond. Yeah, that's the reason. That's the reason they're yeah. moving in. They're yeah. okay with that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't well, explain I'm, yourself. I'm you Just live your life, bro. A hundred percent, because. And I think that's usually how it works, but 
literally the, I think the only surprise that, uh, that, uh, Nikki would have experienced when I first moved in was that I eat, I ate out like all the time. I was just <laughs> like at that point in my life. I'm like, Oh no, we don't eat at home. Like that's, there are five, six meals in a day and only three of them are at home. The other three we're out. So I was like, you're going to need to make another 50 K this year to keep up with me. So let's go. <laughs> <laughs> your, your account's like, you spent 20 grand at restaurants last year and your credit cards, like all business meetings. Yeah. So I do yeah, a lot yeah. of business meetings at restaurants, but yes, you that's know? the, I mean, outside of that, like I'm with you guys, it's nothing in bodybuilding, particularly things that most people would think come up. Yeah. You know, I mean, I just let her know that, you know, you're the first one that's not a nurse that's helping with this. Let's do it. Um, <laughs> the first one that's not a nurse. You're the first one who's not professionally trained in this type of lifestyle, but I'll guide you through. Yeah. I will tell you um, that, that yeah. Victoria moving in has definitely, it's brought the womanly touches to our home. She saw this meme the other day. And it was spot on. It was like your boyfriend's house before you moved in. And it was like a mattress with a cardboard box next to it and a Glock sitting on top of it. That I was my yes. that was my house. <laughs> I was saw the, the same meme. I saw the same meme. It was a, like a Glock and like yeah. a glass of what looked like Coca-Cola yeah. Yeah, right? yeah. on the nightstand. And it was on, on a cardboard box with an air mattress on the floor. And then it said, bros are fine to live like this forever. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, just yeah, bank my money, right. <laughs> sleep with my Glock on the box, and just put everything in the bank. Yeah, the box works yeah. fine. It's a lot cheaper too. Fine. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. If I don't like it, I just get a new one. Yeah. <laughs> Eventually, you need new appliance. You know. <laughs> I did. I did the opposite though. When I was when I was single, I just had a female friend of mine do my house for me. I was like, you have this much money, buy my furniture. Oh, there you go. That's, that's a it. route. That's a route. So, like, if someone came in, but it was funny because I got called on it one time. Someone came over, they're like, "You didn't do this. You yeah. didn't do this." I'm like, "No, no it's completely staged. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Absolutely not." What do you mean a uh, oblong leopard carpet is not something you thought I would put here? <laughs> yeah, yeah. You don't think you I gotta like, do that? Very specific artwork up on the walls. Everything's very, very specific. You're suggesting yeah. I didn't choose this? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I totally get you. No, I uh, I just sort of do my own thing. Emily just sort of like sort of like she sort of gave me this room because I'm like, this is, you know, going to be my podcast room. So I'm just going to put all my shit on the walls. She's like, okay. Yeah. Cool enough. <laughs> it's like you're going <laughs> there. You know what I mean? I'm like, you can put whatever you want on the walls in the bedroom. Like, you can hang whatever you want. I don't care. I don't that's care what's on the wall in the bedroom. That's the deal we have. I used to have you a know? couple of pictures hanging up, and then they slowly but surely were moved and changed, and now it's, yeah. you know. I don't mind. And then that's my that's bathroom, fine. like, we both have, like, you know, she. I let her have the ensuite, so the ensuite's hers, and then I use the other bathroom. It's got a shower in it. But I got all my stuff up on there. I got, like, concert posters on the wall uh, mounted and, like, my Bruce Lee painting on the wall and it's so my bathroom's like very me yeah so got to have your spaces yeah. yeah yes people Love come it. over and they go in there and they're like that's ron's bathroom eh <laughs> <laughs> got yeah, it yeah. he was given this one <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah okay hey i wanted to mention something before we go are we in yes. the last five minute crew is this last five minute we crew? are yes. yes okay not bodybuilding related it's cultural cultural oh future the whole show thing. whole show is cultural this is heavy culture so okay. 
Have you guys noticed? I just saw them this. I just realized they were happening this week because I started reading the comments. Have you guys seen all the fake AI generated Joe Rogan clips? Oh, really? Oh, yeah. 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 So, you know, the YouTube shorts. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So a YouTube short popped up the other day and it's Joe Rogan with uh, a, a guest on and he's talking about this pyramid that they found in the arctic and he's yeah. and he's talking about blah 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 you know 1942 or something like that and i'm watching i'm like i've never heard of this and i'm like okay i'm a skeptical but let me just like and he's talking and and they're they're like it sounds very documented and everything like that and then i look down at the bottom i realize it's not joe rogan's youtube and it's not a jre experience or or jre clips or anything it's got like some other name like okay. my like mind melder or something yeah yeah okay i've it's seen like, that kind of stuff and and then i open the comments yeah and all the comments are like wow this should be illegal this ai stuff i hope joe can find out who's doing this this You're is ridiculous these clips are unbelievably dangerous. This, this could get really out of hand. This is completely AI. This was never an episode. Oh, right. no this, kidding. Yes, this was never an episode. He never talked about this. This is all like that sort of thing just filled the comment section. I was like, oh, shit. We're just getting because we're just getting fake stuff. And eventually at the end of the clip, maybe they try to drive <clears throat> it to a website or, or something like that. Right. Yeah. Then I saw another one. And it was a YouTube video and it was Elon Musk on Bill Maher. And right. it's Elon Musk on Bill Maher talking one-on-one, -on -one, but it's AI. And Elon is talking about an investment opportunity that is so awesome. Oh, wow. He's like, yeah, you know, I mean, if you just invest like say $200, I mean, within months it's 5,000 and then it's this and this, and he's talking about this investment and I opened the comments and everyone's like, this is, this is really scary. There are way too many dumb people. This is brutal. Right. This has got to be like, so I'm just like, ah, oh. so I, I want to go back and investigate some more. Cause like that one, I actually just pulled up yesterday. So yeah. I just want to let people know, like, keep your eyes peeled and, and like, it's getting crazy. It's going to get crazy. Yeah, I'm looking at a Newsweek article right now. Controversial comedian Joe Rogan has spoken out after a series of fake versions of his podcast were made with artificial intelligence. Wow, that they appeared on YouTube. They're not showing the clips, but they have a, a video there. That yeah. is insane. Yeah. Can we Very... hire them to do clips for us? I mean, I don't care. If yeah, we're going to have to show be here. Not. Yeah. yeah. Just, yeah. <laughs> just, just do it's the funny. Clips. Make them funny. Make them funny. Yeah. 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 Yeah, keep yeah, it all clean. Off. If Joe, Joe wants to be a, uh, a a guest on our episode without ever knowing about us. That's fine. Oh, that would oh. be great. Yeah, <laughs> we get lots of hits. That we had. Joe. How did they get Joe Jeez. Rogan on this terrible? Yeah. Show? yeah, we just have like um, thirty clips of Joe Rogan, but you never see the actual episode. Yeah, little little like twenty second like laughs where we're all laughing together. Uh -huh. yeah, yeah, and he's like, "Love being on the show. You guys are great." <laughs> Yeah. Well, I'm sure there's a, at some point he said the name Ron, so we can pull that yeah, yeah. right in. Yeah, yeah. Ron, you're the yeah. best. I told you, oh, Joe yeah. says I'm the best. Yeah, this was more fun than having Elon on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 that sort of stuff. So yeah, just you know, we got to be careful. This next this year is going to be crazy. Yeah, there's a lot. This year is going to be crazy. So what 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 do we close the show with? Make sure you got some canned tuna and some ammo. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, mind your business. 
and uh, watch what you believe on, uh, even though it's a video and it's right in front of your eyes. Seeing is not believing. We might not even be here in front of you right now. This might not, none of this is real. No. Well, you guys have seen the the thing about that Instagram model that's pulling in like 30 grand a month. No. And she's not even real. It's a guy. Oh my God. It's a dude. He's just a young kid. He's like in his 20s and he just AI'd an Instagram model and started her a page and just has like, of course, he can generate infinite content. He doesn't have to do photo shoots. So it's just generated. So he's like real after real after real of her just like modeling clothes and at exotic locations and just like she doesn't have to actually travel. She doesn't have to actually shoot. (laughs) She doesn't have to exist. So he can just AI generate like amazing photo shoots on the beach in Hawaii with, yeah. and then, and then, so then companies, so companies are paying her and the companies know that she's not real, but they don't care because the eyeballs are insane. Yeah. Yep. I've seen so many different weird fake things. I found this channel of these like urban explorer kids and I see what they're doing now, but they make, they put things together in a way that's really tricky. You would have never thought of doing this. And they'll be like, you know, we found this tunnel. So we went down into it. And then it kind of cuts and then they're like, and it led to this place. And then they go and then like, and it opened up into this abandoned prison. You know what I mean? And then they're like, walking yeah. around, and it's like, but it's believable enough that it seems like it's actually happening. Funny thing is with the second Victoria saw it, she's like, Oh, I don't trust that. <laughs> like yeah. her brain was just like three yeah. levels above it already. You know? But like, yeah. she doesn't, we don't believe anything, you know, it's like, Oh, there's this beautiful beach or whatever, like a drone shot. And it's like, but it does that place really exist. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, stay you know? skeptical, boys and girls. Stay skeptical. You know, <laughs> don't believe everything. Okay. Love it. Um, thanks again for all the questions. And remember to like, share, subscribe, comment, and ring the bell. Yes. And once again, uh, your support is really appreciated. I am mutant.com. Get your all in, get your isosurgeon. Everyone should get on the gear. Dusty 20, Ron 20. Wait, of course, big round, round big round 20. Big round 20. Big round 20. Remember the uh, Think Big Patreon. <laughs> We've got uh, Scott's Patreon. So hit that up. Thank Keep you, guys. Producer Home. Support the Think Big Bodybuilding Network. And uh, there's my, you know. He's dancing. I remember <laughs> back in the day when I was big. I used to bench. I used to bench a lot of weight, too. Yeah. Oh, good stuff. Okay. Good one, guys. Remember. It's just bodybuilding. <laughs>